0: Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. That's coming. No. When do we start? Hey everyone, welcome back
1: to the show where we spill the tea.
0: A thing that no one will know.
1: No, but I knew it, and that's all that matters.
0: I I guess we could give a brief recap of the last three minutes. Um, I'm in the process of building shelves. I have a bunch of things just Mm -hmm. kind of down on the floor. I took a very slow, controlled fall where I spilled a little bit of tea. Didn't ruin any graphic novels, and um, my butt's kind of wet from where I spilled a little bit of tea.
1: But how you fought gravity so well for so long (laughs) befuddles me. (laughs) Where I was going, wow! Wow! Uh, well, I mean, you were using a different word. It was the slowest fall you've ever seen. It was in like slow motion, but fast all at the same time. And the well, fact I only that-
0: had one hand to like catch myself because the other hand was holding a mug of tea.
1: You ripped your notes though a little bit. There's a little tear. Oh, in your Oh, you're right. Thank oh,
0: the notes are slightly ruined. They're done. <laughs> we can't uh, show canceled. Everyone. Okay. That's, well, so- a- see you next week. A minor tear in my physical notes.
1: I thought you had like injured yourself. I didn't realize that you had stepped on a book and slipped like a banana peel. I didn't think that was... How unaware of your surroundings could you have been?
0: I think pretty aware because I didn't ruin anything in this fall. Yeah, but then you
1: stepped on the book and fell.
0: There's a lot of stuff going on here.
1: There's enough room to walk by and not...
0: No, it it was a banana peel.
1: You're right. That's the right term. I took a banana peel fall. You just Mario Karted
0: your ass. But we don't have time for that because, oh my God, it's the review of everything that ever happened this week.
1: It's all video medium and an auto. it's all video review in an audio medium this week. My goodness. So I guess let's start off with a
0: thing that's unrelated to you. Uh, I saw three movies in five days. We're going to talk about two of them.
1: Yes, we are going to talk about
0: two of them. And by two of them, I mean, you're not involved with them. I saw 3,000 Days of Longing. Uh, it's doing, it's bombing horribly the box office, George Miller's new movie, Mad Max's George Miller fury road it's good it's enjoyable i had a good time
1: that's all that matters did it's you a,
0: it's a good rom-com it's different he had a little intro at the beginning of the movie he's like hey thanks for coming out to theaters i'm like you're welcome 90 year old george miller was it
1: just you that went or did the the missus go as well
0: oh she went yeah because uh, it was three dollar movie day
1: where is three dollar movie day occur
0: um i think it just started this year
1: right at regal yeah okay cool. because it's
0: not a popular uh labor day weekend, is not a popular movie weekend so to entice people they're like three dollars for everything even if it's imax and i went okay oh wow the convenience fee that i had to pay was more than i paid for
1: the tickets that's
0: incredible fucking convenience fees what a goddamn lie but it's convenient no i just i'm against convenience fees they're horseshit
1: all right well it's how they make money <laughs> you're using Whatever, a third party right? you're using a third- party service to buy your tickets they've got to get theirs too but
0: I saw 3000 days of longing um well I understand I get how it's a bit of a hard movie to Market it's actually it's really good I really enjoyed it my wife really enjoyed it we had a fun time at the movies good that's what you should went to a matinee I mean it, it's a fun story there's some good visuals and I mean it's like an hour and a half of shirtless Idris Elba so everybody wins everybody wins
1: everybody wins. <laughs>
0: And there's that. But, oh, my God, we got so much to cover this week.
1: Well, you also saw Khan on the big screen.
0: I did. I see Khan uh, on the big screen.
1: My favorite story from that, because I'm going to tell it because I feel like I, I want to share, is right. the fact that you had some young people behind you who had never seen it, and you said uh, the whole movie, they're just saying, like, oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, there were two people. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> there, there were some girls behind us
0: who had never seen the movie, who <laughs> were <laughs> the entire time, were uh, very upset by the entire thing. Well,
1: I mean, it's very upsetting. Khan is out to kill Kirk. It's not... It's not, uh, did you, and you had to explain the Botany Bay and everything that happened, too.
0: No, because we watched Space Seed a couple nights before, mm-hmm. and I, I watched Space Seed, and I was like, oh, man, I forgot how good this episode is. Then I watched the movie. I'm like, oh, man, I kind of forgot how good this movie is. It's um, just good stuff.
1: Whenever I hear the, the episode title Space Seed, I think of the song Star Seed by Our Lady Peace from the Armageddon soundtrack.
0: I haven't seen Armageddon maybe since I saw it in theaters. Wow. And I saw it. I saw it back, well, that, that was 98. It's a long time i'm gonna double check that here all right am, am i right about 1998 armageddon
1: i think you are right about that yeah uh, 97 98 i would think
0: armageddon 1998
1: oh, there you go there it is
0: papa knows his dates that's what we like to hear Feeling comfortable about that
1: as well you should
0: whatever we got the news of the week so many reviews we got coming we got uh weird movie facts mm. sports reports and your questions all right So many things. If you want to jump around, time codes are listed down below. Quick heads up. We will be talking Clerks 3, but since it has not been uh, released to a wide audience, that will be a purely non-spoiler discussion.
1: I like it. I was going to ask you about that.
0: All right. Let's move on from there to the news.
1: Before we get started, does anyone want
0: to get out? It's time for the news. Well, we have a shit ton of things to review and barely any news. So thank God. Because we're coming off a holiday weekend at D23 is this weekend. Oh, boy. So there's going to be a ton of news next week uh, and not a lot
1: of news this week.
0: So let's start with um, what did Warner Brothers cancel this week?
1: Oh, jeez. This is going to be a weekly. Sound guy, hop in the lab.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What'd they do this time? Uh, DC Fandom. What's happened in the last couple of years because of COVID? DC's online event of announcing things instead of doing, like, Comic-Con related (sighs) events. Yeah? Yeah, that's gone. Oh, okay. Because what are they going to say? Oh, we kicked everything down the road or canceled a bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah. So DC DC fandom? How about DC no fandom? Um,
0: our stocks have dropped $20 million, and uh, nothing we can do can recover that, so let's not make it worse.
1: DC fan don't. DC movie don't. DC movie done. And then in a surprising twist, they renewed a thing. Batgirl? No. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> uh, still dead. Harley Quinn season four. We're oh. back, baby.
1: All right. Good for Harley.
0: Hey, I enjoy that show quite a bit. Um, but it, it was—it it is a rarity right now uh, that DC or Warner Brothers is renewing things versus canceling things uh, outright and ruining public perception. Huh. So good for them. All right. What do we got up next for the news? Oh, uh, more. <laughs> still Warner Brothers news. Oh, okay. I didn't even mean to do that. Just is. On the WB. What are you, Michigan J-Frog? Yes, I am. I had to pull that name out. That was my a good ass. job.
1: I said, "Hey, you know what? Good job. Proud of you."
0: Well, Warner Brothers slash DC has been trying to hire their new Kevin Feige. Last week, it looked like we had one, Dan Lin, the guy who did uh, Lego Batman and Kong versus Godzilla and some other successful things. It's
1: not going to be him, and is he it? said no. <laughs> Because he likes being successful. Uh,
0: yeah, he, he has his own production company and doesn't have to deal with this bullshit. So he's like, no, no, no,
1: no. You know who's putting <laughs> a lot of weight behind DC universe movies right now? Who's like throwing as big a punch as he possibly can for it? Like he's he's working hard. Friend of the show, Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
0: Well, he needs the hierarchy of the DC universe to change. He's also trying to he's... revive
1: the XFL. So I don't know where Dwayne, Dwayne's got this burning money from.
0: He's sick of. The old hierarchies of many different things.
1: The NFL, DC. I mean, don't get me wrong. Love Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but I want to know where he's got this fuck it money.
0: <laughs> getting jacked. I guess that's that's his deal. Well, it's all DC news, isn't it? Except for this story. Oh, okay. Wonder Man.
1: Not a DC property?
0: No, it's going to be a Marvel TV show. We've okay. talked about this. So we don't know who Wonder Man is going to be. I wonder. Um, he was kind of halfway Nathan Fillion before in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 in poster form that was... Um, basically non-existent
1: i still wonder i wah, wah 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 wonder
0: well we don't know if it's nathan fillion will be wonder man we do know that trevor
1: slattery is returning good for trevor slattery
0: we didn't talk about this last week did we
1: no maybe it's, it feels no. vaguely familiar it, i feel like i've heard the name nathan fillion recently on the show uh
0: yeah ben kingsley sir ben Kingsley. yep we've talked back.
1: about yes we talked about that because we made i made a gandhi reference yeah oh, all right yeah. well that's happening <laughs> there we go all right that's the news i i saw that you had jotted down a note about uh house of the dragon
0: well i, I wrote down notes about everything else except house of the dragon oh no
1: but the viewership for house of the dragon fell like by 50 percent.
0: i think it's like 20 something whatever it doesn't matter yeah we're moving on we're gonna go from the news as we talked about that story last week to weird comics Facts. Except this time it's weird movie facts.
1: I like how I remembered last week's news stories by making a Gandhi comment last week. <laughs> yeah, great. Good movie. Great yeah, movie.
0: I haven't seen it in a while. M- weird movie facts. Here are some weird comic hmm. facts. Prepare accordingly. I'm gonna make some weird shit. It's pretty freaky, but it's safe. This one's coming uh this could also be an editor's note comics exclusive. We do have a sound drop for that, but I'm not oh, gonna okay. use it this time. Yes. Well you were there. Because last night we saw Clerks 3.
1: Yes, we did see Clerks 3 last night.
0: And we got a little bit of an exclusive.
1: Um, We did get a little bit of an exclusive.
0: I'm a Kevin Smith podcast listener to the point where I pay $5 a month to hear extra bullshit. Yes. And I heard some new news last night. Mm. (laughs) And as uh, he said, don't get excited. (laughs) Yes,
1: I was there. I heard the news as well. So it turns
0: out Kevin Smith tried to, uh, this is our weird movie fact because we're doing Clerks 3 stuff. Kevin Smith tried to buy the movie Dogma. He does not own the rights to Dogma. The rights to Dogma solely exist with his words and also, I agree with these words, rapist Harvey Weinstein. Yes,
1: I mean, he is exactly that.
0: He is. (laughs) So it was asked to, uh, there was a Q and A following clerks when we were there last night. Most of the questions were fine. Some of them were by socially awkward people that were painful to listen to, but for the most part, it was you know enjoyable. Yes,
1: it was. I mean, the the question leading to this would be if you could revisit Dogma now, what would you change?
0: Except it turned his version was um...
1: I don't own Dogma, so <laughs> yeah. the first thing I have to do is buy Dogma back.
0: So Kevin Smith said, "Well, I wrote a very nice letter to a rapist, yeah, <laughs> and I offered him two hundred fifty thousand dollars for the movie." and he said no so uh didn't talk to him directly went back offered five hundred thousand dollars he said no he's like well i guess we got to go for it and um a nut- <laughs> the way he put it was i don't have a scrooge mcduck safe of cash yeah so a bunch of people came together we said we will offer him one million dollars for the rights to dogma and he said no he's like so i do not have the rights to dogma
1: <laughs> which is incredible
0: it's like i think he's holding out for like five mil but also um I'll also expand on this a little bit. Like Kevin Smith has talked about like Dogma and a Dogma sequel and how like it did piss people off and like to the point where like people were throwing rocks into his house and almost hit his infant daughter with like rocks and bricks. Yeah. So they're like, Oh, we shouldn't do this anymore. Well, granted he does no no longer has an infant daughter, but still.
1: No, I think one of my favorite facts about Dogma is he protested his own movie. <laughs> that
0: is yeah, you can find that on the internet.
1: So is that the weird movie fact?
0: Yeah, that is. All right.
1: I think Yeah, um,
0: trying to regain the rights to
1: a film. Yeah, the legalities of which we don't know the full intricacies of the legalities.
0: All right, now, yeah, whatever. That's a little bit of an exclusive. Do I drop the soundbite? Sure. I, I drop the soundbite.
1: Sure. <laughs> I'm in the middle of an interrogation. This moron is giving me everything.
0: This is an Editor's Note exclusive. 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 There we go. And hey, we're going to move on from there because, oh my God, we have a million reviews to do to Jared's Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh,
1: and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared's Sports Report. All right. It's here. Football's back, baby. Let's go. Week one of the NFL starts on Thursday Night Football, which is now on Amazon Prime which is where al michaels is now living i think chris did chris collinsworth go with him there i think he did. i can't remember but al michaels has a new home thursday night football no longer sunday night football no longer gonna be on the broadcast tv spectrum uh so you've got that opening up it's the rematch well not a rematch but it's the um I think it could be the potential Super Bowl matchup this year, the Bills and the Chargers.
0: Well, doesn't the way the first
1: game is the Thursday night game to open the season is always at the home of the the reigning champion. Yes. So they can do their banner drop and all of that. And so
0: thanks for filling in the rest of my sentence. Yes,
1: you're welcome. You get so much more NBA time. I get eighteen weeks of NFL. Allow me to have my moment. It feels like forever. Not as long as eighty two basketball games. <laughs> Anyway, uh, nope. NFL season opens up on Thursday night. Patriots are down in Florida. They take on the Dolphins in a division game. Uh, Mac Jones named as one of six captains of the team this year. Uh, a little restructuring of Matthew Judon's contract to backload it, which leads people to think he will not be in Foxborough again next year. And it's also a contract year for uh, Damian Harris. Great running back. We'll see if the Patriots get something done with him. It's hard to pay running backs, though, this in this day and age in the NFL, but I think not re-signing Damian Harris would be a bad move. Patriots also kind of leaning and indicating that Matt Patricia is doing the majority of the play calling here going forward. It'll be interesting because he's mostly a defensive coach, but the old adage sometimes in football is defensive coaches make the best offensive coaches, believe it or not. So
0: yes, everyone's heard a simile of that.
1: I'm sure they haven't anyway. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Best
0: defense is good offense. Yeah. No one's ever heard that.
1: No, 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 no. Like a, good like if a good offensive coach a good like somebody who understands offense better has spent more time on the defensive side of the ball because you understand how to stop offenses
0: to be fair i wasn't really listening
1: yeah well now you know what it's like to be me most of the podcast (laughs) anyway so you've got that's yep patriots and dolphins here in week one so here we are time for some jared's nfl predictions first prediction First question I kind of had, it was kind of something I thought about. Oh, good. Ask your own question. I'm going to ask my own question because you don't have any questions for me prepared, except for the standard ones. Bill Belichick sits on career win 290. Needs 10. 10 wins to reach the 300 mark. A lot of people think the Patriots might be a 500 team. They will win at least 10 games this year, and Bill Belichick will hit that 300-win milestone. That seems ambitious. Thank you. But I believe, <laughs> I believe that they can. It's going to be a rocky start, but I think they can do that. And I think they may end up I mean, at best they'll probably be a wild card team. I think they do make the playoffs. I think they're a I'm wild sorry, card team. So
0: you think that they win ten games and are a wild card team? Yeah.
1: AFC's got some really good teams. All right. You've got the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Raiders. I think they're they're definitely better than the Jets and they'll split with Miami. They're not gonna I think they'll lose both games to Buffalo. Buffalo's really gonna be Quite good again this year. Yeah, I think they're probably the second best team in the AFC East. They probably will come in second there. Again, it depends on how they do against the Jets and how the Dolphins do against Buffalo. Buffalo could run the table in the division. Well, you're a Jet, you're a Jet. Mm, From your first cigarette to your last dying breath. Predictions? I think, I believe, I would say that it is going to be the Bills and either the Raiders or we might see the Chiefs back in the AFC title game. I'm going to lean towards bills and Raiders in that AFC title game but the Chargers are going to be really good too Justin Hebert's really good and they put a really good run together last year AFC's got some really good talent near the top but it's weird as it is to say and as much as it might hurt me to say it I think the Buffalo Bills are going to be going to the Super Bowl out of the AFC this year but bills it's going to be tough what hashtag Bills Nation Bills Mafia get what? it right They'll, they're gonna God damn it if you don't get it right there someone will show up in some Bills gear and jump through your table
0: was, stay away from my table. It's like
1: saying Beetlejuice three times. If you mispronounce Bill's Mafia, those sex toy dildo throwing dickheads from the north, which are further north than they are, from Buffalo. I was in Great. Buffalo recently. What an unredeeming city Buffalo is.
0: Well, we've all had our faux pas here tonight. It's true. Around Buffalo.
1: The only thing good to come out of Buffalo are Buffalo wings. I
0: don't think that's where they come from. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Real Buffaloes don't have wings.
0: Know they come from the Oregon Trail.
1: <sighs> yeah, I hate to say it, but I think the Buffalo Bills. I mean, they were a coin flip away from. I mean, and the Bengals. The Bengals made it to the Super Bowl too. So I mean, you've got five really good teams. I don't. I don't know the. Uh, you know, what? I'm. I'm. I'm wishy-washy here. Ah, screw it. You know what? I'm gonna go with old friend Josh McDaniels. The Oakland Raiders are gonna win in the AFC this year. The Oakland Raiders will be the AFC champions this year. I'm gonna say no, they're not. Let's be realistic. <laughs> It's gonna be the Buffalo Bills.
0: Why are you having this existential crisis? I
1: don't know. Excuse me for having one. On the other side, I think again, the Rams are good. The Rams are gonna to be tough to beat. Sean, Mc- Sean McVay's had them going for a while now, and they've been, you know, they made it to the Super Bowl and lost to the Patriots. They got back within a couple of years and they won it in a pretty convincing manner. <sighs> are Green Bay is gonna be right in that mix again, as they always are, with Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, but they are now short Devonte Adams. Yeah,
1: Devonte Adams not. No good news. More importantly, the champion of the year is going to be Thurston 10. It's my fantasy team. Thurston 10. You like that name? I think it's clever. And your Super Bowl champion, I think the Chargers could go back-to-back. Not the Chargers, excuse me, the Rams. Could be the Rams going back-to-back. Arizona's going to be tough coming out of the NFC. Man, I don't know. I thought I had it figured out, but that's the thing about the NFL. Just when you think you have the answers they changed the questions well,
0: sports betting is coming into the state so you can start uh
1: actually. oh is it is it, i haven't didn't that pass no no governor mills hasn't signed she did not sign that in the law i thought that passed you that's... can do daily fantasy though that's right gotta start my DraftKings back up baby let's go
0: whatever yeah basketball uh Danielle gallinari has more than uh the meniscus tear it's now an acl because apparently italy doesn't have doctors
1: well there you go
0: whatever he was going to be like the eighth or ninth man on the roster um so we'll see if they can sign someone else to just come up there for some spot-up shooting. It's a bummer, but it is what it is.
1: Yeah, it is exactly what it is. He,
0: he's probably done for the year. <laughs> Thank God he signed his own um, player option for year two, which he will definitely be signing.
1: Do you know who I didn't talk about? The Buccaneers. They're going to be a favorite, too. Who? The Buccaneers.
0: Do they have any famous player?
1: Uh, Do you mean the one that might be going through marital problems in a very public way? <laughs> may or may not be. Thomas Edward Brady, Jr.,
0: yeah, this isn't this isn't a gossip show.
1: No, it's not a gossip show, but there's certainly some things going on there. Listening to sports talk radio on my drive into work today. Oh
0: God, don't do that.
1: Oh, I mean it's not bad. Yes it is. It's better than listening to sad music and mourning my life.
0: Oh, by myself don't wanna be
1: That's that's my shower song, thanks. <laughs> no. The uh We got too much news no, no, we got too many reviews. The NFL is hoping that Tom Brady does not get divorced from Bichelle. uh from Michelle. From Giselle Buncheon. Because if he does, he's just going to play forever and he's going to come out with like really big BDE and just fuck everybody energy and tear the NFL apart. Neato, we're moving on because we have a million
0: reviews. So we're going to do screaming. It's streaming.
1: So you're saying the universe created a sitcom starring two Avengers?
0: Nope. We're screaming at streaming. So let's not waste another minute.
1: Settle in, sharpen your pencils, and check this out.
0: First up of our uh, three shows, keep in mind we have four things to review, so speed is of the essence. Okay, I like it. First up is She-Hulk, episode three. The internet hates this one because there are a bunch of people that hate fun and don't get laid. That's right, the incels are out, baby. (laughs) Don't raise your hand. I hate fun. No one saw that but me. Uh, Yeah, they're they're real upset about that Megan Thee Stallion was in this and there was a twerking scene. There's a lot of like internet posts of like, I, I don't know how it goes it's like uh where it was versus how it's going and they're like look at iron man being all like dude i'm shooting terrorists to like she hulk twerking guess what it's fun it's just fun i'm enjoying the show yes it's, i think it's really good
1: i thought i had a great fourth wall break when she's like this is not going to be a cameo a week show and then proceeds to list all the cameos that have happened each week that was fun i do enjoy the show i love i love that we got a little bit of wong
0: i like that wong shows up he's like I'm not going to erase everyone's memories again. And they're like, everything you do is illegal. He's like, Wong out. Yes. <laughs> I do love Wong. I love that that's Wong's role in this. He's like, hey, I'm the Sorcerer Supreme. I basically show up, and then I have kind of- I love his e- LinkedIn. I have an epic exit.
1: I love that he had a LinkedIn. <laughs>
0: like, Yeah, I took Emil Blonsky out of here. We had some cage fights. We had a good time. Like, do you know that's illegal? He's like, nope, I don't. <laughs> Goodbye. Leaven. Wong. I enjoy him quite a bit in this um and i also think the internet is stupid for being mad at it i don't know that's about my thoughts on she hulk episode yeah. three um i i do enjoy the lawyery aspect of it there is some like seeming like she's legitimately trying and there's some like legitimate like effort behind the law aspect of it
1: yes i also really love the um the asgardian elf the light elf oh yeah she was fun she was just shape-shifting and becoming the judge
0: i'm sorry did you think you actually with would- were with the Megan the Stallion? <laughs>
1: she was driving a Passat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was fun. That was like I enjoyed that little character. Yeah, the whole episode is just fun. In the internet, when I say the internet, I mean a small section of douchebags. Yes, are like ooh like it's ruining everything no it's not this show is fun i'm really enjoying it like there hasn't been an episode yet where i've been like eh, it's bad like no it, it's just silly it's i love it fun
1: it's 30 minutes of fun it's quick it's fun it's entertaining it's exactly what it should be
0: yeah not everything needs to be like world ending stuff i'm just gonna enjoy a breezy little show mm-hmm. that's just like hey we're having a good time
1: we're having a good time having a good time And now he's dead oh he's been dead for some time now
0: yes that's she hulk that's the she hulk She-Hulk. She-Hulk yes win a little bit of she hulk i like that show i, I love I, it i really am enjoying it quite a bit it's fun as hell man um i think it's it's right up because like wandavision was like like, like slow start like kind of serious then a b- big beam battle like captain the winter sol or, or falcon and the winter soldier nice good decent had a good time But like the ones that I've been enjoying are like Hawkeye and this, where like, you know what, we're just having fun. Yes.
1: That's exactly what it's supposed to be. And I
0: think that's all I want. Like the movies, most of them are like very big, like it's the end of the world as we know it.
1: And I feel fine. Yeah. Oh god, that was so flat. I am generally flat, yes. (laughs) I I pitched down. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying She-Hulk. But we're gonna move on from She-Hulk to Lord of the Rings. First two episodes.
1: Damn, I had fun with these.
0: I had fun with most of it, and that sounds neg- more negative than I mean it.
1: Yeah, you're a little flat.
0: <laughs> uh, the first episode I thought was a little slow, but I will immediately backtrack that statement. Is um, If we're going with, as far as books, I'll, I'll give you my rundown. I have read um, Lord of the Rings trilogy, I've read The Hobbit, I've read The Silmarillion, and I've read Children of Hurin. There's more out there than that. But for a lot of this stuff, what I like about it, and the first one I was like, oh, this is a little slow. A lot of what I like about the series is I like it being a little slow.
1: There's a lot of content. They're not rushing over, they're not glossing through things. We get a first look at Valnor. That's kind of cool. Yeah,
0: there's, um, what's so funny because, like I literally said, it's like I've, you know, at least read the appendices and the Cimmerillian and they're like and this is the second age and i'm like have i read about this i don't remember if i've read about this and i reread if you've been listening to the show you've heard me that i redid the signal really all that not that long ago i'm like is this part of it i don't remember it i think part of why they're doing it in the era that they're doing it is that it's k- kind of untouched
1: oh yeah it's very much untouched
0: i, I appreciate your uh
1: you're welcome. You're, my, my deep,
0: um, your bullshit conviction. <laughs> the width and
1: depth of my knowledge is incredibly shallow and narrow.
0: But it's it's kind of delving into an area that is definitely post uh, similarly really in talking like you know the ills and Valinor, and these are terms that I now get to say because they're part of pop culture. That's weird. Everything like everything that I started like getting into in the nineties, like this will never be a thing, is now like it's a thing. Yeah, it's all deep cuts bullshit but yeah the first episode i thought was a little bit slow i like ladriel like getting out there and like mixing it up but when um spoilers i guess yeah uh, it doesn't really matter because we know the show's gonna be 50 episodes we're two into it
1: yeah two down 48 to go
0: we're 125th of the way into it
1: mm, yes but like when she goes
0: out there in her ship and it just gets messed up and she's like i guess i'm gonna swim forever yeah
1: again <laughs> like, what is she doing she's what was her plan? plan what was her plan and then a big worm- The shrieking eels!
0: The big worm messes up her rescue vessel, and the only one that survives is the hot one. Yeah. Uggos, you're out of here.
1: Get out of here, Uggos. Oh, let's not call them Uggos.
0: They were. They were they were piratey Uggos. Well, well. And, and the one with 90s bangs, that was the survivor. Hey. He's like, hey, I have hot 90s bangs. It clearly
1: shows that you can't keep the 90s bangs down, man.
0: I'm going to part my hair like I'm Sean Hunter. Good call. Good pull. <laughs> You can't get away from it. I thought that uh, was—I just love her plan of like
1: swimming forever. Yep, I'm just gonna rely on my elf immortality, which isn't true because my brother was killed. Second episode, I liked it too as well.
0: Um, I so we got Elrond in there, who, as for as much as I've been saying, like this show is definitely like for as much as they're like, oh, we're different from the Lord of the Rings movies, they're definitely kind of encroaching on that territory. Elrond is very square-jawed compared to uh, Oh yes, H- Hugo Weaving, which I think is it's almost a little distracting. Like I know you're trying to be different, but that is one square-jawed fellow. Yeah, I mean elves can
1: morph and change over time.
0: I guess later on he becomes Hugo Weaving with a, with a very
1: pointy jaw. I mean elves may age and their bodies may change differently than ours. I do really like the
0: dwarves in this.
1: The dwarves are cool. I love that we kind of see the kingdom of Kazakh Doom.
0: I like that. Um, there's this like this rock breaking contest and i and i desperately didn't know what elrond to win i'm like i get that the elves are supposed to be like these like like impossible ethereal beings but like let the dwarves be better at them at something yes so i very much liked that uh, elrond lost his rock breaking contest
1: do you know who elrond kind of reminds me of as far as a mythical creature or mythical a character from like mythos is concerned in this right now i get a very odysseus vibe from him like just like using his abilities to in, like engage in like negotiation and diplomacy and like you know Odysseus according to myth and legend was like he was a skilled orator and he was a, a master manipulator of people. I kind of get that sense a little bit here from Elrond, like he he was definitely setting up that that um, that exchange. Yeah, sure. With Durin, which how cool is it? We get to meet Durin.
0: Yeah, they're, I mean, they're definitely pulling a lot of stuff. Like you've vaguely heard of this one before, huh? huh, huh? Yeah, Durin, wow, we're back, baby.
1: Durin, he's gonna get a whole day, man.
0: Then we we got our little hobbits in there.
1: Yes, more of a roving band of hobbits than a. They're more of a, a nomadic. Because we get our meteor man. Who is our meteor man? It's either Gandalf or Sauron.
0: I'm uh, I'm kind. If I were to guess right now, I would say Gandalf.
1: I think it'd be cool if it were
0: Gandalf. That's my guess. And since that's probably the one that I'm thinking it, it could be wrong, I don't know. But that, that's where I'm putting my money. I'm putting my money on Gandalf.
1: I've read a theory online it could be one of the blue wizards. Like, who the fuck are the blue wizards?
0: Okay, so there are four wizards in Lord of the Rings. Yes. And if you've seen the movies, you've seen two of them. There's Gandalf the... Or, no, I'm sorry. You've there are five. You've seen three. Yes, because there's Gandalf the Grey, Saruman the White, and... Uh, Sar- Saruman. Whatever. Whatever saruman and when it says the white when well, it's he's closer to jesus and the technicolor dream coat like that shit like unlike the movies it's not just one color that thing is like in flux with a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. Then you get radagast the brown which was um the seven, six, sixth, sixth sixth Wait, hang on which doctor five six seven the seventh doctor but with uh poop on his head
1: oh yes bird poop
0: yeah and um, but those are the only ones in the movies. They uh, legally have the rights to the rights to the similarillion have not uh, been released, and uh, there are two blue wizards. So like, there's a line of The Hobbit where Gandalf's like, and there were like two others, and I can't remember them because we legally can't bring them up. Yeah. So yeah, there there are five wizards: uh, two blue, uh, poop face, Gandalf, and Saruman. There you go. Uh, my guess is gandalf i could be wrong
1: it'd be cool i mean that's about the time that gandalf would be showing up early in the second age once again you're bullshit (laughs) bluster you're like yeah it's this yeah i'm gonna go with it (laughs) i speak it with conviction
0: um uh, what else happened yeah meteor man hobbits square jaw orcs oh yeah there's a big gross orc
1: yeah with a weird skull helmet
0: I like skull helmets. We just dealt with this in prey.
1: It's true, we did.
0: Everyone's wearing a skull helmet.
1: It's the thing. It's in vogue, man. It's like just, '90s bangs. Just
0: stab him to death. And uh, the show has been review bombed, including like Elon Musk is against it. He's like, every man is a meanie, and a lot of the other internet is like, elves can't be black, blah blah blah. Uh, and you are all idiots, or those people are idiots. Yeah,
1: there you go. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to the next episode. I
0: am. Yeah. I'm it's the most expensive show of all time. Doing great, kids. All right, then let's move on to House of the Dragon, episode three. I have a lot of couch. Nice. Because
1: you took a slow fall.
0: <laughs> I did. <laughs> a very slow, controlled fall. Huh? Yes. All right, House of the Dragon. Um,. We love getting people pregnant. We love taking time jumps.
1: Yeah. This thing jumps all over the place. I'm glad that we're not talking about, like, prearranged marriages to teenagers anymore.
0: Yeah. Now they're of age. Yes. Because of time jumps.
1: Mm, sure. I don't know. <laughs> it's doing very... Having not seeing Game of Thrones, but, like, understanding and hearing about Game of Thrones. It's starting to do those Game of Thrones-y things. We're, we're going to have a wedding.
0: Yeah, th- there's definite callbacks. Like, even, like, the whole, like, we're hunting a boar. I'm like, oh, so in the first season where uh, we killed Robert Baratheon the guy who was from the full monty mm. you see that movie it was a good movie i've not
1: seen the full monty
0: you didn't actually see the full monty
1: no that's my understanding
0: just saw a lot of butts
1: it happens butts are butts everyone's got them
0: well the full monty half of us got them
1: <sighs> anyway
0: <laughs> yeah that, that's what i knew uh robert baratheon from that actor but like yeah we're doing a boar hunt i'm like i recognize this it i like it still i guess well i'm, I'm still trying to connect with it and that's a little bit of a problem of the time jump is like hope like we hopefully uh and i assume we will that we're gonna like now settle into a groove like the idea of like it's this early into the show and we have a bunch of time jumps and like different actor characters are gonna be played by different actors i'm like i need to settle into these people like it's It's hard
1: to get invested in them if the actor keeps changing
0: it's very early on too super super early and it's been announced, like, that all these actors are going to be changing and whatnot. It's like, okay. Like, sometimes, I mean, even Game of Thrones did it a couple times. Like, they'll, like, recast a character for, like, scheduling conflicts or whatever. It's like, it's hard to get invested if I can't, you know, make a one-to-one connection. I mean, one-to-one isn't the right term. If I can't, like, can, like, find some mental common ground with the character, I guess. Is that what I'm going for? Sure, why not? Yes. And this is already jumping around and jumping forward. And some people have beards and some people don't. And it's just...
1: Some people have wigs. Uh, Everybody has oh, wigs. Oh, they all
0: have a wig. You show me someone of that show that doesn't have a wig. Can't. Yeah.
1: Although we do get to see dragons do dragon shit at the end.
0: I do like seeing the dragons do dragon things. They're going to look at dragons. That's the, not entirely true. There was one shot where a guy was like, I'm on a green screen!
1: And he fell off a book. At the
0: very end. Do, do you know the shot I'm talking about? Yes. Like, <laughs> there was one guy who was just like... Oh, that was composite. I'm on a green screen
1: with a fan in front of me.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was composited poorly. Yeah,
1: but those dragons tear shit up.
0: They do. They 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 do kill uh, quite a few people.
1: Yes, violently, as dragons have want to do. Yeah, I don't know if I can... I mean, I'll maintain progress with it, but I like Lord of the Rings better. Not going to lie.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, something Lord of... The, I mean, it's weird that they're both coming out at the same time, but something that like Lord of the Rings is doing... Just within the first two episodes, it's like I am immediately committed to, to a couple of the characters in there. Um, I, I'm i enjoying Galadriel. I'm enjoying yes. Elrond. I'm enjoying Durin. I'm enjoying Nori. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about our Meteor Man. Yeah. It, like, there are characters in there where I'm like, those ones. Whereas in House of the Dragon, I'm like, eh, yeah, you all kind of suck.
1: <laughs> What's it, I think what I like about Lord of the Rings is it's doing world building at the same time like it's doing it in a world that we've already been in and existed in which granted we have with Game of Thrones but the way that they're building like I felt I feel like a little bit with House of the Dragon like if you don't have a pre-existing knowledge of Game of Thrones you're kind of lost a little bit whereas with Lord of the Rings I feel like you could come into this not having ever seen anything from Lord of the Rings ever and you'd be like hmm, I can kind of start to feel what's going on here it's not yeah. it's not like it's trying to be a greatest or best hits it's giving us new content never seen before well, it's not presented this way before.
0: Yeah, I don't. Know. Um, I I'm going to give it more than its fair share, but I I'm not, I'm not engaged, and I think that purely comes down to a character thing. Like, there's not a character that I'm like, I like that one.
1: Yeah, there's not. It's like eh, it's just kind of a bunch of medieval people doing medieval shit. Yeah.
0: Oh, we're sitting around a table. I mean, then sometimes it's fun. It's like we're gonna stab you, or we're gonna you know yeah. make a dragon burn you. But
1: it's kind of like with Game of Thrones, you're waiting for the next oh shit moment. Where Lord of the Rings, you're getting genuine storytelling. Like I feel like the beats that occur in, in House of the Dragon are like these are just fillers between things like a woman bleeding to death because they had to cut into her womb to get the baby out. Well, even like we're or gonna... we're gonna hunt a boar and it's gonna be kind of like a boring show until the very end. And we're like, oh my god, we gotta do something crazy. So this dragon's gonna eat these people.
0: There's also something about like. like shows that shoot in hd where like we're getting house of the dragon we get a bunch of like close-up on people's faces and i am constantly reminded that i have better skin than most hollywood actors Mm. (laughs) like most of them have like like pock marks like zit shit like stuff from like chicken pox or whatever i'm like christ i got better skin than you
1: You, you're not a fair-skinned person but you're a well-skinned person
0: i got some smooth-ass skin and whenever i see stuff in hd i'm like i got better skin than you well there you go
1: i'm gonna put you in hd we'll see how that feels <laughs> it'll feel zoom great. in on your shit
0: it'll feel great because i got good skin all right good for you all right the smooth ass face
1: it's got a beard on it dude there's nothing smooth about it
0: all the parts that are exposed nice and nice and smooth nice and rosy rosy yeah. cheeked rosy
1: nosed <laughs> widow's peak
0: <laughs> the widow's peak is there yes it is yeah.
1: all right is that it for screaming at streaming
0: well yeah so i guess we're gonna move on from
1: there to clerks
0: three as i mentioned up front this is going to be a non-spoiler discussion the way Clerks 3 is working is Kevin Smith is touring the movie. As uh, we live in the Northeast and he's working his way down the East Coast, we just happen to be the second stop.
1: Only the third viewing of it ever to a general audience.
0: Yep. Uh, this is going to be coming out uh, with Fandango screenings. Starting um, on the
1: 13th, I believe.
0: Sometime. But with that in mind, as this is a not publicly yet uh, released film, uh, we're not going to talk spoilers at all because there are uh, certainly spoilers to be had.
1: Yes. I tweeted it earlier today and like after reflecting on the movie yesterday and this morning what it just it's a real joy great movie love it It was the movie I didn't know I needed Here's the thing about it um, this is an impenetrable
0: movie if you have not seen clerks Oh yeah 100% like And I would also say you could if you've only seen clerks you could see this but if you want the emotional impact you need to see clerks 2 as well Yes Without clerks 2 a lot of this is going to land flat
1: it would be like watching... Um, you could do
0: it, but I, I wouldn't recommend
1: it. It'd be like watching A New Hope and Return of the Jedi without watching Empire Strikes Back. Not saying that Clerks 2 is the Empire Strikes Back of the trilogy by any stretch of the imagination, but, I mean, you could you could piece those two movies together and not I have them... A
0: okay, if we're, uh, we're going to rank these, because I wasn't planning on that, but I, I'm going to do it now. Okay. I would say 2-1-3. Uh, also, that being said, I like this movie quite a bit. I want to say 1-3-2 oh we have a very different ranking
1: i mean the one is one it's hard to like i like two better than one i mean but it's so hard because they're all really good
0: i mean i i appreciate one but it's very rudimentary and i think there there's a lot more
1: so did you say you said two three one
0: no i said Two one three. Two, one, three. keeping in mind i like all three movies yes
1: i don't know it might be one three two but just one for the nostalgia but it could be two three one
0: Well, even, um, this is something we were talking about last night on the way back. Like I was talking about, um, yoga hosers, which I don't think you've seen. I'm like, I don't like yoga hosers because it's a, basically a series of unconnected vignettes that aren't very funny versus, I mean, clerks is also kind of a series of unconnected vignettes, Yeah, but I enjoy them. And clerks two feels like clerks two and now clerks three, they feel like a legit narrative story versus clerks. One does not have any Mm. real narrative flow. That's fair they're just it's, it's a, just it's a series of vaguely connected vignettes things that
1: happen in the day of a life yeah
0: um as far as clerks three goes like it's it's the movie uh that kevin smith has done that i feel like has the most intention behind it like uh, even the original clerks like one of the things was there was uh, this this twist ending that dante originally got killed at the end got shot yes but versus this like this has a very intentional three-act structure which Kevin Smith movies do not typically have. I
1: would argue Dogma has a three-act structure to it. I said typically a lot of them don't. Like, yeah.
0: Mall, Mall Rats really doesn't. Chasing Amy kind of does. Dogma definitely does. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back definitely does not. Jersey Girl I watched once and don't remember.
1: Yeah, I think Jersey Girl definitely has three-act structure to it. I don't
0: remember the whole movie. I saw it once. Jay watched. and
1: Silent Bob reboot, three-act structure.
0: Yeah. But even with all... I think this one has the most intended third act. Yes, yes of the stuff that he's done and it's it's a good third act and there's a lot of stuff in there to like i really like jeff anderson he's been doing this for 30 years he looks healthier in every movie he gets yeah he just keeps on getting like thinner and fitter like he looks good and he like the and not to like shit on the guy like too much but like Jeff Anderson is really like de- delivering all of the stuff like bri- as Randall, uh, Brian Alharan as Dante is 99% there. And he definitely has like the biggest monologue of the movie, mm. but he also has a couple of times where he n- needs to go from like zero to crying. it's and... not easy to do. Yeah. It's it's, so, it's okay. Like, yes, I believe you're having emotions.
1: <laughs> yes. I, I don't know. I really enjoyed, I enjoyed the movie For a lot of different reasons, I love the callbacks. I mean, it's funny. I love kind of the thread, and he kind of hinted at it at the beginning, and he hit it on again during the Q and A of like just that reconnecting piece with people that you haven't connected with in a while, and like the you know I I love that whole. And again, like, and he's been outwardly open about it both with Jay and Silent Bob reboot and Clerks Three. It's heavily influenced by his experience with his near fatal heart attack.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. The guy who had a heart attack who made a movie about his life. Yeah. There's barely any connection to reality in there.
1: Yeah. Um, but I, I like that. There's an like you said, I think it's one of his most intentional movies. And I think the message is like it's a, it's a movie about death. It's a movie about death, but it's a movie also about shit or get off the pot. Yes. It's a movie about living. It's almost like get busy living or get busy dying.
0: Looks like I took a clerk's quote for my example.
1: That's a good point. Well, shit or give the pot. My grandmother used to say that to me. She never saw clerks. My grandmother also told me once that I could do wonders and shit cucumbers, so I don't fully understand what that means. but And then she also said I could wish in one hand and shit in the other. My grandmother had a lot of shit similes and metaphors.
0: I don't think you should think about those ones too much. No. Why are you shitting full cucumbers? Sounds like a sex act gone wrong. And clerks. <laughs> what do you think? You're just going to shit a regular cucumber? uh as always with kevin smith stuff there's a like a million people who've been in his stuff before it's like here are my childhood friends and all my buddies Mm. and some of my celebrity friends too because i almost died and i can get you to do
1: cameos that's fair that's very fair
0: i mean uh part of the problem with watching a movie the way that we did is like i need to wait for it to come out on digital because you know it's a crowd of people that are very excited to be there some of them overly excited so there's like 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 some of the jokes you just I would say we missed twenty five percent of the jokes. Yes, because I just physically couldn't hear them.
1: Or people cheering when people came on screen, which is cool. I get it. That's the atmosphere and that's the setting for it.
0: Yeah, we we missed. A, I don't know if twenty five percent. Yeah, probably about twenty five percent of the jokes. I feel like I missed.
1: Yeah, I mean, there were times like a lot of it was like the follow up joke. Like there's the the main joke and then the secondary joke that comes in afterwards. But people were laughing too much. You couldn't hear the second joke.
0: Uh, I'll say that like, one of my favorite bits is there's a very deep callback to Clerks the Animated Series, which when it came up, I think I was the only person that laughed Yes, <laughs> in that whole theater. I'm like, yeah, it's for me and no one. I understand that. I'm trying to think more non-spoiler Clerks three things. Oh, I will say this. if If you're going to see this movie, don't watch the trailer. There is one thing in the trailer that really clued me into a plot point that i don't think was intended so Mm. don't watch the trailer if you've seen it never watch it again because uh, i i put um a and b together pretty quickly and i don't think that's because like i get this more than anyone else it was just like oh so it has to be this because Mm. of this it's for it's a fun trailer but it definitely there is a moment in there that um they should have cut one shot out of that trailer
1: (laughs) Mm. but i will say this the um when we saw the trailer, and we talked about it, and I said this movie looks like it's going to be just super meta. It certainly was incredibly meta, and like like you said, you it is impenetrable if you have not partaken in either of the Clerks movies, one hundred percent. But I one hundred ten percent recommend it. If you've watched either of them or both of them and liked them both, this is a satisfying. It's a satisfying addition to the the line of Clerks movies.
0: And I I will. This is one that I screw i will kind of spoil one thing because it is in the trailer and all the marketing like when randall has his heart attack his doctor is amy sedaris and he's uh high on fentanyl yes and he's explaining the mandalorian season two to her
1: this is the way
0: when she is of course in the mandalorian yes
1: again the, the movie is i didn't meta. even think
0: about it in the moment but like when i got when we were driving home i was like oh i get it yes <laughs> i didn't bring it up that's what i'm saying so, yes, when Randall is uh, high on fentanyl explaining The Mandalorian to Amy Sedaris, who was there?
1: A couple of Mandalorian actors. Rosario Dawson also. Mm, she was there. Yes. No, love it. Love it, love it, love it. And I, I will say this, and, and Kevin Smith hit upon it during the Q&A afterwards, like, for his style of movies, like, this is the best way to get them out and to screen them and to run with them early on. And, like, I thoroughly enjoyed... The entire night. Just like when we went and saw sign and Bob Reboot, which you didn't enjoy because you were dead.
0: I, yeah, I was deeply concussed. That was a terrible night. I um, I just, wasn't
1: concussed this time. No, you weren't. But it's just deeply enjoyable to see the enthusiasm he has for his movies, the enthusiasm he has to share them with people still after all these years, and that sense of humility that he still brings out.
0: You saw humility in that Q&A?
1: And by humility, jerking himself off in front of 500 people.
0: 28 seagulls
1: still and 28 seagulls
0: no one's gonna get that who wasn't in the room
1: (laughs) that's true but no i just i love how genuine kevin smith is and i love watching the joy he has and sharing what he's done with other people
0: i can't wait for this to come out like once this hits fandango i think i want to come back around to this because i would like to talk about the third act yes you i I, I can process it a little bit more but you heard my initial thoughts yeah i'd like to share those on a larger scale but yeah we'll see um clerks three uh if you've seen the other ones you're probably
1: going to see this one but yeah i had a really good time yeah absolutely get out there see it when it's available in a medium that you want to digest it in absolutely all right we're gonna move on from there to letters to the editors now for my favorite part of the show what i say talk to the audience oh god this is always dead
0: here's another one of your letters to the editors if you want to ask us your own
1: questions, you can. You know how you do that? Email us. You can. Editors, mm-hmm. Editorsnotcomics at gmail.com. That is the email. That yes. That is
0: the easiest way to do it. Other ways are more annoying. So
1: Carrier pigeon, smoke signals, Morse code, a singing telegram. I think
0: ex- with the exception of the singing telegram, I'm not getting those. Okay. And if you get a singing telegram to my house. How the hell do you know where I live? <laughs> I was going to say, I will fight him. I will it's like him.
1: in the movie Clue where they shoot the singing telegram.
0: Boy, I haven't seen that in a while.
1: Maybe we should do that for Spooky Season. That's coming up in like three weeks.
0: I know. I, I have some thoughts.
1: Oh, that means the drinking episode's is coming, isn't it? Yeah, one of them. What What do you mean one of them?
0: <laughs> Every week. All right. Question the first and last of this week. All right. Will the Warner Discovery merger affect DC Comics? The
1: Warner Discovery? Discovery. Thank you. Enunciate.
0: Bitch, I'm from Maine.
1: Your syllables are wrong.
0: I don't got to say shit.
1: <clears throat> Will the DC Discovery merger impact DC or the Warner Brothers Discovery merger yeah impact DC Comics no I don't think so what are you gonna get some Crocodile Hunter comic books don't those already exist maybe I don't know I am the only way I see it impacting is it maybe it changes the movie plans but I don't think that those two entities which are separate for the most part from DC Comics are going to impact the actual comic books themselves
0: Uh, my answer is I, I truly don't no, like comics for the most part are a relatively small part of Warner Brothers and like DC, like clearly the focus on like, we're going to do movies and they don't affect the bottom line that much. Like really it, 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 at this point, like in a grand corporate scale for as much as I love comics, comics are kind of the things that like you can swat away.
1: Yeah. Or use them to swat things with. Yeah.
0: Flap. But with the way things have gone with this, like this new guy Zaslov, like, I don't know. It, it feels like, potential but I, I will say this i think that comic books at least with like the major publishers and i also think independent i think there's gonna be a lot of independent books that don't make any money but as, if we're talking our big two our marvels and our dcs i feel like marvel is definitely safe and, and dc is safe i think in a similar way because i think it's just a uh, cheap fodder mm-hmm. like okay like we can have you know x number of books coming out for relatively inexpensively we can kind of gauge what's going to work it's essentially moving movie testing ground yes sucks that that's what it is now but it's kind of what it is
1: will this will this play out here and then if it does we kind of already have some storyboards we have an action sequence we kind of know what we want to do
0: well even within like the last i mean since marvel started like back in 2008 like there's been a ton of books that came out after 2008 that have been adapted into movies or tv shows like it's they're quickly eating up their own material so will dc comics be affected by this
1: i don't know
0: maybe i mean there i this this is purely speculative and i don't think it would be immediate i do see a potential world where again treat this as pure speculation like call me an asshole or think that i'm totally fucking like off my rocker for it but whatever yeah i could totally see a world where dc goes to um uh near a digital platform with very little uh, stuff coming out physically like i could see a digital first platform and if as there is a collector market behind it if you want to buy xyz like you need to pay a premium
1: for a physical copy
0: yeah Mm -hmm. i could see that world but i would also be surprised if that happened at least in the immediate future but i, I don't know maybe i'm wrong
1: well i mean remember nfts were a thing
0: <laughs> yeah were they still are yeah so you also oh let's talk about that with clerks three kevin smith makes some fun of nfts throughout that movie yeah but then he released a movie as an nft and has crypto jay and silent bob stuff so it's real fucking backwards
1: i think it's funny anyway
0: and if, uh yeah enjoy your beanie baby craze
1: <laughs> that's a good line it's a good line i don't know i mean well it's very interesting to see i think it's an interesting hypothesis that you or scenario that you lay out as possible
0: i mean just as a publishing side of things like okay if people want to read this like especially with the number of like you can just like it's not hard to find the shit illegally every single week like Mm. oh man i don't want to pay for this week's new comics oops i just have to go to this like weird site from lithuania that has them like perfectly on their site every week i don't know i could totally see Ah,
1: shucks super easy yeah
0: i could i don't know i i potentially see a world where things just go to digital i mean there's been a lot of uh digital comics experimentation within you know since like 2010 2011 yeah who the fuck knows um i hope the medium exists i like the medium
1: yeah i think there's a certain aspect to the medium especially the tangible holding of a book the ability to collect something
0: spin that rack spin it slowly because it's very old
1: a lot of comics on that rack Not that many oh anyway
0: there you go i have no idea you know what's funny so um if you ever in the store I had this old like hey kids comics rack yeah. um it's definitely vintage I don't know if it's from, like, the 50s. I don't know if it's from, like, the 70s. I have no fucking idea how old that thing is. But I kept it if you were in the store. It's in my basement. Yes. How old do you think that is?
1: Oh, it's definitely 60s or earlier.
0: I, I don't know if I'd say that. I would say earlier than the 80s. I'd say 60s to 70s, probably. I don't know how old that rack is. I don't know. Just the market, like... Because you can get ones now that are, like, replicas of it that are, like, hey, kids, comics. But this one's, like, literally saying, like, comics merry-go-round. I wonder... I also tried cleaning that thing up. You can't clean it up because you no. like you just end up stripping it. Yeah, exactly. It is it's kind of what it is. Yeah, I I tried it like a couple times, I'm like, nope, doesn't work.
1: Wow. I found a similar rack online. Vintage advertising comic book. Let's see, rack is in excellent condition. Only one owner. It's just the the main stand up, the thing that it spins with doesn't have a year on it. 375 bucks.
0: Yeah, that I don't know. This rack would go for like like five or so.
1: Nineteen uh, fifties <laughs> or sixties is what this one website is calling it.
0: This could be I don't know. All right, that's it for the show.
1: All right. So if you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editors A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it, plus you get access to cool stuff behind the paywall. We also want you to interact with us on the show. Go to your favorite podcasting platform, rate review, and subscribe to the show. We love it when you reach out to us. You can also send us your emails, comments, criticisms, praise, joy, all of that stuff. Editors Note Comics at gmail.com, and you can interact with us on the social media. Zach, you're on Twitter at Editors Note comics. I'm there. And I'm at Junior Rich.
0: You are indeed. Next week, I think it's a comics thing, but I'm not going to commit to it fully.
1: Because we've got Tenacious D the night before.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. We are going to Tenacious D next mm. week. Yes, we are. We're spending so much time together. We just went to Clerks. We did this show. We have a funeral on Sunday. We're doing Tenacious D. Then we're doing another show.
1: 5 t- We're going to hang out five times in seven days.
0: We- the funeral one isn't thrilling but no but <laughs> we're, we're doing stuff
1: we're, we're 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 collaborating we're creating community with each other there we go
0: all right we'll be back next week for probably a comics thing maybe not
1: bye